On today's Tech Bytes podcast, we're talking security clouds, that is cloud services that offer capabilities, including firewalling, traffic inspection, web gateways, and more. We explore why these clouds aren't all the same and why the architecture under the hood, including networking, makes a difference. We're sponsored today by Netscope, and our guest is Mark Day. He is Chief Scientist for Engineering at Netscope. Mark, welcome to the podcast. So if not all security clouds are the same, what's the differentiation besides you know, just basic features? Well, I think that it's important uh, to take a look at the way that they're constructed as clouds. Uh, it's handy a lot of the time when you're talking about security clouds to just think about them as these abstractions. They're just kind of ways that you get traffic from uh, diverse users on diverse devices to diverse services. And so mm. you can just kind of wave your hands at it and say, yeah, there's a cloud and it just takes care of it. But I think that particularly when you're a networking person, it's useful to uh, dig under the covers a little bit and to say, how is it actually constructed? Uh, we can say it's a cloud, but we know there's actually uh, pieces of networking, pieces of computing. How's all that assembled? And I think that in particular, it's worth understanding that a security cloud is a slightly different beast from most of the other clouds that people are likely to be familiar with. I think what you're alluding to there is that most content delivery networks the traffic comes into a content delivery networks and what they're trying to do is terminate it at the edge and and not forward it on and they're architected in that way you know the the internal operating systems the backbones but i think what you're alluding to is that netscope takes the point of view that all traffic has to be forwarded but before it does it has to be inspected and logged and you're also suggesting i think uh, that there's actually fundamentally an architectural a substantial architectural difference between the two approaches yeah, I mean, I think that uh, when you're talking about a content distribution network, you're, you know, arguably about half of the way to doing a security cloud in the sense that a content distribution network uh, is concerned with uh, having a distributed architecture that's got good performance for lots of people all over the world. So that's mm -hmm. a, a heavy point of overlap. Mm -hmm. But you're exactly right to say that the the metric for success if you're a content distribution network basically has to do with how successfully am I absorbing or mm. satisfying those requests at the edge. Uh, and if you have a situation in which, you know, 99% or more of your requests are going on to their original destinations, uh, your CDN is either badly designed or badly configured. Right. Whereas that's a that's a pretty typical situation for a security cloud is that you're taking a look at everything, but the vast majority of it is continuing on because uh, you're filtering out a few threats, a few things that are policy violations, but you're expecting that most of the time, most people are uh, not doing something dangerous. Now, the point, of course, is that Netscope is a cloud security broker. You're a firewall, you're a content scanner, you're zero trust network access. And so your point would be is that your technology is designed to do that from the ground up. You're not a CDN that's just slapped on some extra features onto the back of it. That's right. We're, we're in a space that uh, one of the jargon terms for this is a secure service edge, uh, an SSE. Mm -hmm. uh, or more, more colloquially, as we're using now, we're talking about it being a security cloud. And that does mean that we've got a consolidation, if you like, of a lot of the kinds of things that people have historically done in different devices, uh, typically in their data centers. And what we've done is to build a platform that allows us to operate at internet scale uh, elastically, and to effectively make those functions uh, instead of being, if you like, 
uh, separate boxes. They're just additional capabilities on a unified platform. Uh, and so that's a piece of the, if you like, the value proposition here is that it's a great simplification and consolidation of that networking and security uh, task that you've, you, you know that you want to get the traffic from the users to the various cloud and SaaS services that they need. Um, and you also know that along the way, you need to protect them from threats. Uh, you need to ensure that mm. policies are not being violated. You need to make sure that things are in compliance. Uh, and so those are the kinds of capabilities that you get uh, from going through the Netscope cloud. But I feel like you sort of just described a generic cloud when you're talking about what you do in that you've got distributed resources, you've got elasticity, you can scale as necessary. So where's the differentiation? Well, the, the differentiation really has to do with one of our summaries, if you like, our slogans, is that we actually need to have a lot of compute in a lot of places. And what you find in more common clouds is you either have a proposition that means you've got a lot of compute, but not necessarily in a lot of places, mm. or you've got a lot of places that don't necessarily have a lot of compute. And so a typical compute storage cloud like Amazon Web Services is an example where you've got a lot of compute. You don't have any shortage of ways that you can scale up the compute that you're using if you're using Amazon or one of their competitors. But if you go do the work of figuring out how many different locations there are where you can actually do that computing, even in Amazon, which is, of course, a large service, there aren't that many. And if you're trying to build a system so that you are within a few milliseconds of pretty much everyone who might want to use your service, you find that those services aren't really constructed the right way. They've been built around the idea of having relatively large locations in which they get great scaling, great cost effectiveness mm. for delivering those massive quantities of compute. But there just aren't that many of them. Mm. CDNs tend to be the other way around. They definitely understand the importance of being close to lots of users in lots of different networks. Uh, but if you go to any given CDN and say, hi, I'd like to have a thousand cores, please. They look at you with horror. <laughs> So you're saying you've put effort into splitting that difference between both scalability and geographical diversity and distribution. That's right. So mm. the core insight, if you like, is to say that we need to have the kinds of many location approach that a CDN does, but we also need to have some of that computational intensity that a compute and storage cloud has. Uh, and so that's what we've built for ourselves. We call it New Edge. And it's our own infrastructure for the purpose of running the security cloud services that yeah. we then offer to our customers. Now, of course, this means as an SSE, this means I send you my traffic. So I can send you my traffic from wherever, from a desktop, from an SD-WAN appliance, you know, or some other method. There's lots of different ways. And you are then the broker that then does the inspection of the traffic. And in this case, because you get between me and my endpoint, I need your performance to be good. That, yeah, that's right. I mean, a, a piece of what we're actually trying to do, and it works surprisingly well, is that we're trying to be in a position where the combination of our network design and our attention to peering with other networks, hmm. we're trying to make it so that 
we're gaining enough performance in our network so that we can add the security processing in and that it's kind of a wash. Yeah. Now, it, you know, some of the time it's obviously going to be more expensive because we are doing more work than what happens if you just go to the, the service mm -hmm. with no inspection. But it's actually turned out quite well that in a lot of cases, the performance is comparable. And that's nice because it means that you're not given a kind of difficult trade-off of, do I have performance or do I have security? You can kind of have both. So what's so essential about how you've architected the networking as a differentiator? I, I guess when I think about cloud-based security, the thing that comes to mind is, do I have sufficient compute to do things like get the decryption, move the packets through whatever security controls I'm implementing? But it also sounds like there are networking issues too, whether it's you know, the last mile from the customer to your POP or from your POP to a destination that you also have to take into account. Right. I'd say that there's both the aspect of needing to be adequately distributed physically. So that has to do with getting near the endpoints and, and having, as uh, we've talked about a little already, lots of different ways of capturing the traffic, whether it's from clients running on the endpoints or whether it's from uh, tunnels that are coming off of pieces of networking equipment uh, in a branch office, say. So that's kind of, if you like, the client side of the situation. Uh, on the server side, it turns out to matter more that you have good relationships with the key enterprise networks that you're going to go talk to. So, for example, a central thing that people are concerned about is getting to Office 365. Right. Um, we're not going to try to uh, outguess Microsoft's view about how to get traffic uh, to their servers. Mm -hmm. Instead, what we're going to do is to make sure that in all of our locations where we're processing someone's traffic to see whether it's okay, uh, that we're peered with Microsoft and that we're near all of the Microsoft front doors so that they can then take the next step to, to go on. And of course, Microsoft's not the only one that matters. There's a kind of a repeating process there for uh, other vendors that uh, are significant destinations for enterprise traffic. So I'm guessing like AWS, Salesforce, the big SaaS players, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So, so, so you got to, the, the situation there, again, is, is an intriguing one, at least to me, in that um, you've got multiple people who uh, typically when they are uh, at scale, they've got their own notion of what their distributed architecture is, and they don't want you to try and be tricky and sort of inject it where you think it belongs. Uh, it's much more about understanding what they want and trying to basically hand that to them. Yeah. I, I mean, think the clouds want to be able with... to work on their own. They don't want to have to be worried about people out there on the internet who are in the middle boxes. They don't care. So you right. have to sort of work with them really, don't you? Yeah. Well, it's, it's an interesting set of challenges. I mean, a piece of the, the value beyond the inspection itself is just, uh, if you like, taking care of all those relationships, all the ways of interconnecting into the customer's network so mm. that we can um, accumulate the traffic and then uh, to basically then scatter it back out to the services that they want. There's lots of uh, things, none of which is sort of exciting or rocket science in itself. <laughs> it's just lots of details, yeah, right? It's, right? It's yeah. a question of, you know, what does it take to really know peering? Well, it just takes a lot of details and a lot of knowledge. And that's, as an enterprise, something I am absolutely happy to hand off to a provider to let them take care of that for me. I don't want to deal with that. 
Yeah, and I, I think that is indeed a, a key part of our value for an enterprise is to to give you the opportunity to say, oh, I don't even need, want to think about that anymore. I'll just, but it, you know. And I think also a lot, of, a lot of CDN companies are doing deals on the basis of volume, not quality, because the money is in the volume of the internet to create traffic. And so they'll pick the cheapest peering partner, whereas you might pick the better peering partner. Yeah, I, I don't know that I, I necessarily want to make that claim mm. about CDNs and their their policies and pricing, because uh, mm. it's not something I've looked at recently. But I think it is fair to say that we're we're very focused on performance first peering in yeah. ways that some other people might be focusing more on on cost. And your security profile, obviously, the, the unspoken topic here is, is Netscope you know, as feature performant and as capable as any other SSE. Like there's plenty of other clouds out there doing inline inspection to traffic. Is is You've covered all the bases on the security side? Yeah, I think so. I think that uh, particularly with respect to uh, the things that people are finding really crucial uh, in terms of trying to make, make progress in this space. I mean, I, I think it's important to realize this is a kind of an architectural transformation we're talking about here. And so, I don't think that these conversations work well if someone is approaching it from an angle that says, oh, you know, the only thing I'm interested in is uh, my my blue coats are basically going off support. And Mm. so I need to do something about that. Um, I mean, we can certainly have that conversation, but the place that it really needs to go is to say, of course, you realize that not only are the blue coats going off support, but they're sort of the wrong approach in sort of the wrong place because all the things that you used to be uh, thinking of as traffic coming to your data center is now uh, people going to other places out on the, the wider web and out in the cloud. And so we need to talk about the fact that this is one of those transformational moments in which uh, networking is sort of turning itself inside out. Mm. And if if we're just talking about the fact that this box is obsolete, um, you're probably missing the, the main thrust of the conversation. We are out of time, but there's, I think folks now have a lot more to think about, which is a good thing. And if, uh, Mark, you have some guidance for them where they can go to get more details, where would you send them? I'd send them to netscope.com slash packet pushers. Fantastic. That's netscope.com slash packet pushers and it's Netscope with a K, N-E-T-S-K-O-P-E. Well, thank you, Mark, for joining us. And thanks to Netscope for being a sponsor. You can find this and many more fine, free technical podcasts and our community blog. It's all at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. Find us on LinkedIn and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.